Hey, Carlos. Hey, what's up, Chris? Tell us about your hair routine. Oh, it's a, it's a whole process. It's... I'm ready to learn. <laughs> Tyler needs to know. <laughs> he needs to know. The people have been asking. Hey, I'm, I'm seriously thinking an Instagram account with just tutorials on how to properly do your hair. Wow, what a way to fund a church. Man, people would want to know this. Hey. Do, I, I mean, are we talking, is there a comb? Is there a blow dryer involved? Uh, there is uh, several things involved. You need uh, not only some specific uh, electronics, but you also need specific hair products. Mm. Wait, does, it, does it start with a shampoo? Do you have a unique well, shampoo? Well, obviously, you need to shower first, of but the, yeah, that, 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 that could be out. of your choice. Is that like, you a, like a daily shower? Is this <laughs> once a week? It's, it just depends how often you shower. You know, you just have to know you got to put up that time after, you know? I gotcha, gotcha. What, yeah. what, t- what brand of hair dryer do you use? You know what? I, I actually don't know the brand. Okay. I know uh, my wife. I use my wife's because she also <laughs> Me uses too. very heavy duty. <laughs> what, where well, am I? I gotta, I gotta get on the hair dryer game. <laughs> Mine's a Conair. <laughs> you know what? It is a Conair. Oh, yes, wow. it is. I recognize wow. the brand now. Great hair yeah. think alike. This here. podcast yes. is sponsored by Conair. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's awesome. All right, man. Well, this is Weekly Hope, and we are excited to get rolling. Welcome, everybody, to Weekly Hope. Uh, we got a very exciting podcast this week because we had a really exciting podcast or had a really exciting service yesterday uh, with our dear friends Carlos and Jessica Guevara uh, and their family with us. Uh, Carlos is the lead planter of Somos Ecclesia, which is a church that uh, started um, back last year and doing preview services and gatherings, has been gathering around the community in the Buford area. And we were able to partner alongside them to help them uh, get ready to launch. And so uh, they're going to be officially launching here next month. And we've got Carlos on our podcast just to talk a little bit about their church and what God has been doing in it up to this point and then what they're going to be doing in the days ahead. So Carlos, just take a moment, uh, introduce, introduce yourself, tell us a little about your family and uh, and what God's calling you guys to do. Absolutely, yes. Uh, again, thanks, Chris, for uh, not just giving me the opportunity to be part of this podcast, but just to be able to partner. You know, uh, we've been really connecting together in the past several months, and it's just been a, a great pleasure to work alongside you and Hope. Uh, you guys have been a, a huge blessing in our ministry, and we're excited. Uh, Somos Ecclesia, it's really a... Uh, a ministry that got planted in my wife Jessica and I's heart um, really almost a year ago. Uh, I think that it is sad to see that the church is losing uh, momentum and uh, somewhat, somewhat people getting discouraged and walking away from church. And uh, I, b- I believe God really wants to do something different in terms of reaching those that uh, not necessarily are just going to naturally come to our gatherings. And I think that's what almost comes in place. And we really want to be able to reach every, everybody where they are. Um, and uh, so just to talk a little bit about my family, uh, I have two children. Uh, Milan is our daughter. She's 15 years old, uh, sophomore in, in high school. And Christian, who is 13, eighth grader in middle school. And so our life has just become... <laughs> Uh, very hectic in yeah. these past few, you know, a lot of few months. Yes, a lot of soccer. Yes, definitely a lot of soccer. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, it's, it's really cool, man. I'm just thinking back to last year and you and I connecting, you know, early last summer. We've been friends for over a year now. Correct. Uh, which yes. is awesome. And uh, and even just hearing some of those early, 
early stages of that vision that God had put on your heart and remember riding down to Clarkston together as we were going to some uh-huh. meetings and stuff and, <laughs> and just talking and, and praying through what you felt like God was leading y'all to do and uh, just to see this vision and dreams mm-hmm. start to take shape and now become a reality and you know last fall you went through NAM's assessment process right. uh, and then we were able to in early December of last year to really share with our church that we were going to be helping you guys get planted and then you know, being a, one of your primary partners. And so tell us a little bit about what you guys have been doing since December of last year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I definitely believe that as God is getting ready to uh, continue building his church, continue to do what he wants to do with his church, uh, these past few months for us, uh, it's been just basically a lot of the preparation and a lot of the, the things that need to happen uh, as a foundation before you really see anything, you know, when you see, when you see new construction, sometimes you see months and, and nothing is, is being built. You see that nothing is really going on, but what you don't see is there is a lot of stuff taking place underground or it's a lot of the foundation going on that you might never see once you have a, a beautiful building on top, but you may never see all the hard work of that foundation and how solid it needed to be. And I believe that's what these past few months uh, has been for us in, in terms of planning what Somos is going to be. Um, there has been a core group of people that I believe God has been working in our hearts and he's been uh, just confirming and assuring of that vision and that mission and making sure that all of us are of one mind, one heart, uh, and one vision. I believe that is essential in order to to build something and to start something and plant specifically a church that he wants, uh, so we've been. I feel like God has been just solidifying that that uh, that team at the same time, solidifying and clarifying the vision. Um, we have been uh, gathering monthly, and the past two three months we increased that frequency to biweekly, and God has been just gracious to us. And in, in, in the sense of you know, people have continue to be a part of it and have been plugged in. Uh, we also had small groups uh, in the process, especially early uh, early in the year. And uh, I believe that God has been just prepping the time and prepping and preparing us to, to this point where we're getting ready to more officially launch weekly with those gathering uh, gatherings, you know, at, at in Buford. Uh, and just to continue at the same time, uh, just to share a little bit more uh, of, of what Somos vision is, really, we as we uh, look at empowering people to uh, really just be the church and, and multiply the, his church, um, a lot of what we have been doing, it's also laying out a foundation in a process that would allow us and facilitate us to empower people uh, in a digital way. And so, you know, that's what we've been really up to these past few months. Yeah. Which is awesome. I love seeing your videos and, and posts online. can't understand them at all because I don't speak Spanish, but <laughs> they look awesome. And uh, so I'm excited to see how you guys are just, you know, leveraging that platform to reach people uh, all over the world even and your heart just to multiply and do more in our community and in North Atlanta. And, you know, we, we say that we exist to make and send disciples of Jesus Christ and really have this vision to be a multiplying church. And it's cool to see, like, the very first church that we're getting to plant has the same vision to be a multiplying church. Mm-hmm. And I think that's doing so much more for the kingdom than any one of us could do uh, on our own or trying to build mega churches and things. And so 
And that's what we want to do is we want to see, and part of the reason I think God brought us together was uh, we just are so like-minded in that, in that vision to multiply. Um, and so I, I just, man, I love that about you and so excited for some of us. So Tyler, I mean, you've been uh, alongside us this past year and you've seen what God is doing in and through Somos, uh, just graduated seminary and, you know, you're serving a pastoral ministry alongside us. And so like what encourages you about Somos and what encourages you about what Carlos and them are doing in these steps that they're, they're taking? Yeah, man, I think there's, there's so much. I think the biggest thing is just the, the willingness to do it. Yeah. Um, I think so many people have these great visions and great ideas and desires of their heart that just kind of sit on the back burner as these dreams um, and never actually see them come to fruition. And so there's never that actual willingness to step out of the boat in faith and trust the Lord with that. Um, and so to see that with Somos is, is, is it's just exciting. I think it gives even me more confidence in the ability to do that in the future. Um, I think seeing that um, Somos is not trying to do anything crazy or different or spectacular, but just trying to be faithful in the church and faithful with the people that the Lord has given there and just uh, equipping that team to do the work of ministry is exciting to see. Yeah. Yeah. I love the things that you guys talked about yesterday. Uh, I think Jessica brought up, you know, you kind of your, your four uh, values that you saw in the early church was devoting, devoted to teaching, um, to fellowship, to prayer and to serving. And I just think that's such a great um, vision to have and, and what we, what we value. And it's like, those are all simple things. It's nothing, we're not doing anything magical here. Mm -hmm. um, we're just trying to live live out the gospel uh, as the early church did and, and love our neighbors and love one another and, and uh, grow closer to Jesus. So uh, so with this, I'm, I mean, you guys are launching, like you said, weekly gatherings coming up September 11th is really, you know, that date. You, It's it's funny in church planning because like you kind of have <laughs> a you have a launch where you start stuff, but then you have like a launch where you officially like this is our launch Sunday. We're going to start gathering every Sunday. We had that too. You know, we joke like April was kind of our soft launch or whatever you call it, you know, preview services. And then August was our launch launch. And so y'all's launch launch is coming up September 11th. Right. And we're going to uh, get to be a part of that as well. And we're encouraging Hope Church and anybody else who's listening to this that it'd be a fun thing just to come alongside and, and support a new church that's getting started. Uh, so it'll be at one thirty. And you can sign up for that uh, on our website at hopechurchjc.com slash events and uh, give you all the details of location, where to go, time, uh, all that stuff. Um, but we're encouraging as many people as we can to come out and be a part of that Sunday because it's just going to be a great time. So I hate to transition and talk a little bit about the sermon yesterday. We were in Luke chapter 10, and uh, we've been in a two-week series on... Uh, the church, who we are, and what we do. So last week we talked in uh, in Second Corinthians one twelve about who we are and really what we value, which is prayer, and then we have these values of simplicity and sincerity. And then today we want to talk a little bit about what we do, and we come back to this passage that the Lord's really laid on my heart over and over again, uh, which is where Jesus goes and calls and sends out seventy two disciples. And reminds them that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And uh, a few of the things that stuck out to me from this sermon were, one, just the power of multiplication. Uh, you look at this as like the start of Luke chapter 10. But if you go back to the start of Luke chapter 9, uh, it's fascinating that Jesus sent out his 12 disciples. And within one chapter, those 12 disciples had become 72 disciples. 
who are now being sent out um, and multiplying and going and, and preaching the gospel and telling others about Jesus. Uh, but you see also the difficulty of the work, um, that this is, this is no easy task. There is a spiritual labor shortage, and there's a great amount of work to do. Like It's an unending amount of work, um, but also just recognizing that, that it's a dangerous task, and we have an enemy who's trying to destroy us and, and hang us up in every way, uh, which really leads to the last thing that we see through this passage, um, which is just the dependence of the disciples, and, and that you know, Christ is just constantly calling us into dependence. And so uh, I loved just seeing that they were, they were dependent on one another, uh, that nobody was going out alone, uh, that they had to be dependent on the Lord um, to, to actually do the work for them. That's why like our primary task is the task of prayer. Uh, but then just, again, found it fascinating that Jesus wanted them to be dependent on strangers and outsiders and people uh, who were not even, that he didn't even know at the time but that could provide meals and provide clothing and provide shelter and provide the things that they need, uh, which really builds our faith. And so that's the quick recap of the sermon. Um, and, and I love this passage. I mean, I just think I've told our church, like, I think this is going to be one that we uh, we get very familiar with in Hope Church. And so, uh, Tyler, I'll kick it over to you, man. Just anything that, you know, you felt like particularly stood out to you from the sermon or from that passage yesterday? Yeah, definitely. Um, I would agree with you first. I, I think this passage is, is one of the more encouraging um, just passages to, to have constantly on our heart and mind um, as we go out. So I think um, you talked about just the power of multiplication, and I think it was pretty cool that alongside this, this passage and getting to share about a, a church plant that we're helping um, start is getting to have like community group training. Yeah. and see like the, the grassroots of what that multiplication looks like for us. Yeah. Um, I was talking with Miss Marshall and Miss Hollingsworth about how I've essentially been a part of three different community groups since the start of Hope Church. And that part's pretty cool in and of itself to see like how that multiplication is happening. But I think what's cooler is to see like groups like yours um, that I was a part of previously that has already multiplied again since then. Yeah. And now that's starting to build people in that uh, I'm getting to know on Sunday mornings and getting to know relationship wise, but, uh, just that's like where you see the multiplication happen is like, even though I was not a part of those things, they're still happening and they're still growing. And so you see just the church growing organically and naturally in that way. And I think that part's pretty cool. Yeah. I was fascinating picture, you know, that I just found yeah, 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 yeah. where it was like 10 of us, you uh-huh. know, January, 2020, so crazy. 10 of us in my little living room uh-huh. and Everybody's like a, a different 20s. even house than we're yeah. in now. <laughs> yeah, everybody's in their 20s. Uh-huh. And like some of those people have even moved, like yeah. gone to other yeah, states yeah. from I was from that point. just starting seminary in that picture, it's which is crazy. crazy, man. Uh-huh. That is wild. Uh, mm. and, and to see like that group had not only grown, but has multiplied like three times <laughs> since. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. A couple mm-hmm. times out of our group and then sure. even the other group, you yeah. know, that, that has multiplied out of there. So. And now we're in a group that's like, I mean needs to, to multiply any day it's getting so big and that's <laughs> awesome yeah we see i mean there, this isn't a science or anything but it, it seems like about within about six months of a group actually stepping out and actually starting a new group and and multiplying they're they're pretty much full <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. like man as many sure. times as we can do that it takes about six months for a group mm-hmm. to get full and uh and be ready to multiply again which just gives us the the ability to yeah connect even more people to the church and 
uh, invite more people in. So, Absolutely. Carlos, yeah. I mean, what does that what does that look like for you guys? Yeah. Or uh, what have you seen as you guys have been in the process of planting a church? Yeah, absolutely. Just just to uh, go back a little bit to your, your sermon before I go into into that uh, question, uh, multiplication is something that uh, we see uh, really happen often in the early church. And when Jesus told his disciples, "Go and make disciples," uh, it wasn't just a, a, a direct order to only those twelve. Because he was to make disciples, and as a disciple, you're going to basically do the same thing over and over. And so uh, sometimes I believe we forget as the church today that we have been called and we have been tasked uh, to multiply and to make disciples. Uh, what it means is that for this multiplication that we talk about to happen, we all have to be willing to cast our nests and, and, and be fishermen of, of men. I mean, be, you know, be, be disciple makers. And oftentimes we believe that's only the responsibility of the pastor or the leader. But as reflecting on that yesterday with, with Jessica, my wife, after we left from the service, uh, just that image of everybody casting their nest, uh, their net on the, on the water. You know, everybody's on their own boat because we all have, we don't, we don't all share that boat in terms of our location, our communities. They might be different. Uh, we're technically in our boat in that community, and we're supposed to be casting that net. And we might, you know, be the ones responsible for that area. And so that's how multiplication really happened. And so I believe as we tackle multiplication and understand that if what we want to do is empower, multiply, and be the church, the empowering aspect really kind of relies on us. You know, how are we going to equip people and how are we going to provide resources and also disciple them in the process so that they know what to do. But for multiplication to happen is understanding we all have to do our part where we are, you know. And in that, in that sense, really, instead of going to church, we're going to be the church right where we are. And so I believe that that's, uh, that's really what we want to be able to accomplish. You know, we want to be able to, as our mission is to expand, to model and equip the church so that they can reach their communities with the love and the gospel of Jesus. And so we have uh, ahead a, a road of figuring out still a lot of things in the process, but we really want to see multiplication happen. Yeah. I find it fascinating that multiplication, it, as you see it in the Gospels, it really is progressive, uh, where it starts with the 12, and then it goes to the 72, and then it goes to 400, and then there's mm-hmm. a great commission where it goes to all disciples. Yeah, right. And, yeah. like, nobody is exempt from right. making disciples. For sure. Um, if, you, if you become a disciple of Jesus, like, one of the first things is, like, you go and tell others. And yeah. you even see that, as we're going to see coming mm-hmm. up in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in, in some of the early disciples that they're like, we found the Messiah. Let's go bring our brothers in. You know, like uh-huh. let's go, let's go yeah, tell yeah. Philip and Nathaniel. You know, and like sure. And immediately, it's like when we we got this, we've got the best news ever. Mm-hmm. Like we've got the greatest hope and joy in life. Mm-hmm. Like why would we not go invite others into it? And so, uh, I think sometimes you know it can be easy for us to just get comfortable with like the life that we have in Christ, and we just get like we get our little circles and we get our little clubs and we get our, our churches and we get things like just perfectly safe yeah. for our environment. And a lot of times like we have to go out and like enter into the mess and enter into, uh, you know, broken lives to provide the hope of the gospel. And, and that's something that as a church and even in my own life, like I've just got to constantly remind myself of that, you know, Jesus is a friend of sinners and that Jesus mm-hmm. is like, 
he's the great physician. He didn't come for the healthy. He came for the sick. And I was like once one of those sick people mm-hmm. that he healed. And, uh, you know, and like he wants to, to use and leverage me in my life to help others find that healing that he has. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, or that he can offer. So, um, yeah, Carlos, I mean, anything else that stood out to you from the sermon or the service yesterday, um, you know, that you just want to want to share with our church um, or anything else that you've got, you know, preparing? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I believe that uh, the one of the greatest things that we can do as believers is to come alongside other believers and, and be able to together work for the work, you know, do the work that God is, is placing in our hands. It's been great to partner with you guys, with Hope Church. You guys have been such a blessing to us. Uh, at some time, uh, I was joking with, uh, with Jess, but I believe that, you know, that we, we genuinely mean it. You know, we really feel like you guys believe in us, sometimes even more than we probably believe ourselves, you know, in this process. Uh, <laughs> and I have so felt that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. You're like, dude, I don't know why this guy believes in me, but um, he does. <laughs> so, no, I get that for sure. Yeah, and it's just, uh, it's a humbling thing, you know, to see that God really is orchestrating everything. You know, he's just this... A mastermind who's putting everybody in place and it's almost like these Legos they're coming in place and and it's just exciting to be able to partner with you guys and at the same time encouraging us to be able to do the same as we look to multiply as we look to plant uh, more churches to really be able to learn from you guys and and be just as generous to to accomplish the, the mission yeah yeah I mean that's what it's all about is that you know we we get to leverage the resources and the things that we have to help others who and then in turn can, can help others. And, right. uh, and that's what we're going to do. So, you know, it's, it's just one of the neatest things in probably my life in ministry, uh, is, is having some people who have believed in us and probably more so than like I even <laughs> believed myself in the early days, like you All said, right. uh, and, and that came alongside and helped us get our start. And then to be able to go to those people and, Cast the vision of, man, Hope Church still has many, many great needs. Like we, we still mm. do a lot of fundraising for mm-hmm. ourselves, but I just don't think that, I don't think that it's ever too soon to like start helping others and start helping others mm-hmm. in, in in really big ways. And so to be able to cast that vision to, honestly, even some people that don't even come to Hope Church or call Hope Church their home, but just to say, you know, this is our vision, and would you help? Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, I mean, just, you know, one really sweet family that believes in us and, and by believing in us, they in turn believe in you um, to be able to say, hey, we're going to we're going to be able to help you get started and give you fifty thousand dollars over <laughs> your first year um, to be able to buy that keyboard, which is like, right. yes, we got a keyboard <laughs> ministry yes. over here, you know, and like and to get some of the things that you need to get started. Right. Uh, and then to be able to support you guys really in, you know, what I hope is a very significant way oh, definitely. Uh, over your first year. Uh, man, it's like, I just don't know, I don't know what, what we could do as a church that is like any better than that. Uh, other than like leading people to Jesus and baptizing them, uh, sending out churches and just giving ourselves away mm-hmm. is like, I mean, that's just like it. That's like the, the best of the best of what we can accomplish. And so I'm excited. I'm pumped for you. I'm pumped for the days ahead. And, and I'm excited. I was actually just thinking about this this morning. I'm excited for the stories that we're going to get to share five years from now or a year from now where we get to have you come back on and say like, hey, this is what's happened in the past year or in the past five years or 10 years of Mm -hmm. our church 
um, because people believe in us and, and right. we get to do that even as a church again and again uh, as well. And so I think that's, it's going to be like the greatest way that we, we truly like push back darkness and lostness in our community mm-hmm. is by a lot of churches just coming together to start more churches and to reach more people. And so, man, I do, I just, I'll, I'll say it again. Like we believe in you. We love you guys. We're excited for Somos and uh, excited for the days ahead and, and just can't wait to see what God does. Thank you. Yeah, we are, we are just as excited and, and really, really grateful for uh, the generosity, uh, not just through Hope Church, but also through the, the partners that are extension of Hope Church uh, that God is utilizing so early in our in our lives and in our ministry, uh, because it is really a way is a way that God really confirms and and really assures that we know that He's directing our steps, and so that uh, we're so grateful and, and we can never be uh, thankful enough. Absolutely, man. Well, this has been weekly hope. If you'd like to find out more information about Hope Church, you can visit us on our website at hopechurchjc.com. Uh, if you'd like to find out more about Somos Ecclesia, you can find them at, what's your website? SomosEcclesia.com. There you go. So easy enough. Uh, <laughs> and would love uh, for you to come visit us at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings uh, or even check out Somos as they get prepared to launch on September 11th in Buford. Uh, it's such a great day and such great days ahead. Uh, so we're grateful for you tuning in and can't wait to see you on Sunday morning.